This is URN Sport. Hello and welcome to Touchdown, URN's guide to the NFL. It's April and Dorm, as always. And we're in like the thick of the playoffs now, so that's kind of like one of the best times of year and the weekend we just had has been described as like one of the best weekends ever so what are your thoughts just overall on because I'm just excited at every game it, it's just madness how all of the games have been in within one score like that 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 does and it's not even like they've been garbage time points they've been I think what was there two last minute kicks on the Saturday was there oh no that was the 49ers last minute kick Rams last minute kick Chiefs win in extra time, overtime, sorry, and the Bengals within one score. It's just what we've been crying out for for so long. Tom Brady to be out of the playoffs early and just lots of interesting games. And this year has been a mad year for the NFL. Like the amount of crazy results have been a lot higher than usual. And we can't really put our finger on why. But then this divisional round has just been sensational and it really leads up. I'm not sure how you view this because... When in a cup competition, when there's loads of upsets one week or mad results in one round, the next round always disappoints. So, April, do you think that's going to be, it's going to be tight next week or do you think we'll see a few blowouts? I think it's still going to be tight, but it might be uh, like some unexpected things. Like people are saying that the Bengals and Chiefs game is going to have loads of points, but maybe it'll be like lower scoring just because... You know, they did all their good offensive plays last week. You know, there's not like an infinity of amazing plays that they have. Um, yeah, so I gave away one of the games there. So the Bengals did win and Chiefs, and they're going to face each other in the AFC Championship game. So what are your sort of thoughts on this game? Obviously, as a Chiefs fan, I'm really hoping that the Chiefs can win. And I do sort of believe that we have a really good chance that Joe Burrow and the Bengals' offence is just like so explosive. They can do such big plays that could really turn the game around. I'm a bit worried about that. Yeah, I, I think I've always expected the Bengals' bubble to burst at any point. And Joe Burrow has just constantly played well. I know he didn't throw a touchdown last game, but he got 348 yards with only nine incompletions. Yes, he had an interception, but it's just everything seems to be working for him. I, I'm not sure how this this has just developed and developed and developed over the season. You keep thinking this Bengals team is going to get found out. But 12 and 7, it's a very good record overall. And you just think this is going to continue and continue. But then they haven't faced a great offense yet. I know the Tennessee Titans is a good team, and I just don't think they faced a Super Bowl caliber squad. And I'd like to hear your opinions on the Chiefs a bit later. But the Bengals, they, they could be this underdog. And Cincinnati has needed this story for so long, 31 years or 32 years without a playoff win. And to finally get back in and not only win one game, but to win two and be on the verge of a Super Bowl, their first Super Bowl since Boomer Bison, I want to say. Like the boom, what was it? What's the little jiggle they do? It's, it, I can't remember. That's going to really bug me now. But to be at their pinnacle again for Bengals fans must be so... So good. And I I want the Bengals to do well, which means they probably won't do well because that's how my sporting luck sort of goes. So I'm going to say the Chiefs are going to win. I think they've just got that little bit edge of class, that experience to get to their third Super Bowl in a row. That really does mean a lot 
being able to go to Super Bowl and Super Bowl does suggest they've got that added element of experience, which I just don't think that Bengals team have. And I think the Bengals bubble will burst on Sunday. April, do you think the Chiefs have got it in them to burst that bubble? I really hope so. I think the Bengals, like, offence against our defence is a bit of a worry. But, um, yeah, it just depends, like, what players we have playing. Like, Tyron Matthew went out of the last game for the Chiefs with a concussion. Um, and I haven't really heard much about that. So maybe he has a chance to come back, but maybe not. Um, a few other of our players like did get injured. Uh, Traverius Ward is another safety. Um, and yeah, safeties, I feel, is like going to be the most important position because you don't want Jamar Chase like yeah. running for like 45 yards or just getting over the top of the defence and getting in behind everyone. So you need some good safeties to at least limit their pace to like 20 yards at the max. Um, and yeah, on the other side, I think our offence can also try and do similar sort of thing. It's kind of like there's similar teams on offence, like we try and get really big plays. Um, for us, obviously, it's Tyreek Hill just trying to run past everyone. And he proved in the game last week that he's still so fast. Like, I think there was talk one time he was going to like enter a 100 metres running competition because he <laughs> can run so fast. Um, and he ran past like three people who all had a head start on him. Uh, in the last game. So I hope he can like do some good plays like that again um, because he's obviously like one of the main stars of our offence and he's like doing good plays. Everyone else sort of raises their game and plays well with him. Yeah, I think your point about the safety against Jamar Chase is such a good point because for those for those rookies listening, safety is really that last line of defence and Jamar Chase is just... Well, you you just chase him because there's no way you're going to be ahead of him. He is a lethal wide receiver. But, but April, he only had, I'm just going to find the stat here. I'm going to say he only had two yards in the last game. Does that give you any hope that it can be done? That Joe Burrow, oh, that's rushing. Oh, never mind. He had 109 yards. Never mind. I thought that stat was a bit skewed. But yeah, five receptions for 109 yards with an average of 21.8. So he wasn't shut out by the Titans. If Tyrone Matthews isn't available, the honey badger isn't there, who is the next up for the Kansas City Chiefs to sort of halt this absolute... Well, he's Lightning McQueen, to put it in URN sport terms, because he's absolutely lethal when he gets the ball in hand. Yeah, we do have some other good corners and safeties. Corners is a little bit of a similar position and sort of like matching up with people. Um, I think the main thing for us is not leaving... 1v1 with Jamar Chase like don't have one person marking Jamar Chase because there's a high chance that one person could get beat um, and at that point you know you need help Um, and I think a big point for us also is going to be like the pass rush I did read a stat that like the Chiefs are one of the teams that like does um, like blitzes very very rarely Uh, we just rely on like the normal four guys up front so uh, it's really important those four guys get to burrow quickly so that it doesn't give Jamar Chase and the other receivers chance and time to like get down the field. Um, yeah, I feel like we do have a bit of a chance. Um, I do. I think the main thing I took from the last week's game of the Bengals against Titans, and I did want the Bengals to win, um, even though I think the Titans would have been a bit of an easier matchup for the Chiefs, but I like the Bengals team a lot. Um, it's just Joe Burrow had like nine sacks. He was sacked mm. nine times by Tennessee and 
yeah, I don't think Tennessee's defense is that much higher than the Chiefs, right? They probably are better, but I don't think if they can get nine sacks, I believe that like the Chiefs can still get a, like four or five sacks maybe in the game if things go our way. And if things do go our way, like that will definitely help the team a lot. Then let's move on to Packers 49ers, a result I did not see coming. Packers are out and it's not even the conference game. Something's wrong here. They always get one win, get through because they're first seed, they get through to the conference. Usually the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field helps them win against, you know, warm weather teams like the 49ers. But nothing happened for Aaron Rodgers. Nothing happened. Uh, 10 points on the board against the 49ers. He only got 13. A very cold day, it must be said. But this surely has to be the last game for Aaron Rodgers in the green and gold. Yeah, it could be. Uh, there's definitely been lots of talk about him moving. Like There was lots of talk last season about him maybe moving and leaving that team. But just looking at it overall, it's so mad that the Packers have only won one Super Bowl when they have such an amazing player. And yeah, you know, the last three or four years, they haven't got to Super Bowl. Like you said, they've lost in the championship game or they've lost in divisional like they did this year. Um, it's just kind of like they're not making the most of having such an elite player on their team. And uh, a bit of news today is that the Packers offensive coordinator is probably going to be hired as the head coach of the Broncos. Uh, and the Broncos have previously been discussing talks about Alan Rogers. So that's a potential future uh, matchup that they could try and put Aaron Rodgers into Denver. Um, I just think that Aaron Rodgers doesn't really like the Packers that much anymore. It seems that like he's falling out with his teammates and the coaches and other people around. And as much as they, over the season, did really well, it seemed like, oh, while they were winning, Aaron Rodgers was liking the team more and more. Now they've lost and they're out. He's just going to go back to not liking Green Bay. Like, why am I here? We're not even making the Super Bowl every year, which isn't really a good opinion for your quarterback mm. to have. So do you think you'll see Aaron Rodgers there again or do you think he's going to leave? Well, I've heard the Dolphins are in for him, which would be sensational. But he spent the longest time at a as a Green Bay quarterback for the longest time. I think it's 18 season now. Brett Favre and Bart Starr, uh, only 17 years. So this added year, it just seems like there's been a lot of sort of dressing over this. There's been if it was a cake, it would be a hollow cake of like buttercream, chocolate, marshmallows all on the outside. Yeah, hugging hugging the coach and all that. It's going really well. And then the bubbles burst. Someone's put a slice into it and there's nothing there. This this whole Packers sort of situation with Rodgers has been weird for the last three, four years. I think it's, he's got to go now. He just doesn't have that, I don't know, something's just not going right there. Is it his personality? Is it the fact that the Packers think they're better than him? It's all... Very messy. And I just think this result, they should beat the 49ers. The 49ers, who we've got to talk about, have got to their second conference game in three years. Last year, rubbish. The year before, Super Bowl, finalists lost to your Kansas City Chiefs. But this is something I wasn't expecting. Have you seen this 49ers rise come anywhere? Or were you like Nostradamus? It's Yeah. Like... I think a few weeks ago we were talking about Jimmy G and how he can make your team play well, but he can also hinder your team. And I think to some extent, like the 49ers have managed to 
play well enough to like overcome a few Jimmy G mistakes. The fact that that game didn't have too many points like did help them. Um, and the four stars are now going into a matchup against the Rams in the NFC Championship game. And I mean, it's just like the 49ers have beat the Rams so many times that I just believe they could do it again, no matter like what players are on the pitch, what players are on the rounds. Like, I don't really know. It's just something about this matchup that they won six times in a row. Like this would be their seventh matchup um, where they, they still have a really good chance to win. Even you said last year, like the 49ers were really bad and they were really bad, but mostly because all their players were injured. Yeah. And even with that team of injured players, they still beat the Rams. So this, mm. these two teams obviously are in the same division. So they play each other twice every year. They know each other really well. And I think the four Turners have a great chance at winning again, despite a few weeks ago, like maybe four or five weeks ago, they just seem like nobodies. But now they've really got like an identity and um, they can really have a shot at making the Super Bowl. You know, one thing I'd say about the 49ers is that they, oh, sorry, the Rams, they, you keep thinking they're going to progress and progress and progress. And then they played the Buccaneers, beat Tom Brady, who came back from a mad deficit. What was it? Three to 27 again. That's that's his lucky numbers, really. If we go back to Super Bowl, whatever it was with against the Falcons. It, Brady to come back and to, you know, at home, at for the Bucks, and for you to hold that off, Matt Stafford to throw that beautiful rainbow-esque pass and for you to get that field goal off and win despite a Bradyism of that fairy tale comeback, which we're all fed up of, and for you to win against the Buccaneers can either mean two things. Either it's going to be a fork in the road for you to be that elite team that you've sacrificed all your picks for, or it's going to blow you out. Similar to like the Minneapolis miracle where Minnesota just fell flat on their face against the Eagles the next week. What do you think is going to happen to the Rams? I personally see them going to be off off the top of such a high, they're going to really feel this low. I remember when they beat the Bucs earlier in the season, the Rams played poorly the next week and lost. I think it was to the 49ers. So do you think, I'm going to have to push you here for prediction. Rams, Niners, do you see it being the moment the Rams become an elite team or the Rams become same old sorry-ass Rams? As I can't remember who said that as a 49er. I think it was Jerry, no, was it Jerry Rice said that about the Rams? And I think they're going to go down that sorry-ass Rams route again, personally. I, I don't see them winning either, but I think it will be really close. I think it will be pretty similar to, like, uh, this week where it came down to a field goal for both these teams. And, yeah, I, I think just at the clutch moment at the end, something in the 49ers sort of scheme or, like, the coaching might be able to help them win. I mean, the fact also that, San Francisco is quite near to LA. Like there's going to be lots of fans from San Francisco going to the game. Um, so it's not like a massive home field advantage for the Rams, but I think they do have a really good chance. I really do like um, their defense sort of matching up against San Francisco's like run because the run game is really important for them. Like sort of that's like the basis of every team to some extent, but I feel like San Francisco more than others. So um, Aaron Donald could just uh, be Aaron Donald. He could just be a beast on the yeah. Rams defensive line. And if Aaron Donald just shows up and plays elite, like there's not really any stopping him. And for that to happen, the Rams would definitely win. Yeah, I'm going to say the Rams are going to lose. April is saying the Rams are also going to lose, but she's being a bit more optimistic that Aaron Donald 
could get in his groove. Chiefs Bengals now, I'm going to have to be the voice of neutrality here. We know that April's eyes are covered in red for the Chiefs. I'm going to say the Bengals. Okay, I'm going to give you my reasons why. This is going to be Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow's homecoming game. Just they're going to go hog wild on the Chiefs. There's going to be an early injury and it's just going to go perfectly for Burrow and Chase. I can just see it now. And then they're going to get blown out in the Super Bowl. And that's how they're going to come back and come back. I can see a, a few correlations between Dan Marino and his wide receiver core and Joe Burrow and this building to the Super Bowl and then not being able to get over that final hurdle. I'm going to say the Bengals are going to win, but that doesn't mean I'm going to say they're going to win the Super Bowl. So that does technically mean I'm going to say the Niners are now going to win their sixth or seventh Super Bowl, which doesn't feel right, which does not feel right. Because it could easily be Chiefs Ram, probably the best game. But Bengals is outside pick that I did not spot. Are you? Do you have any worries against the Bengals? Be honest. Is it just Jamar Chase? Um, no, I'm just worried about their team. Obviously, did play really well overall. Um, but I'm just intrigued that like you think the Bengals are just gonna go off on offense. But like, do you not see the Chiefs doing that? Like in last mm. week with the whole 13 second situation. It was basically, mm. it was like the most pressure moment. You didn't have any chance to make mistakes. You really had to make the play, two plays in a row. And even mm. before that, like when we were had a one minute 54, that sort of situation, like still we had to, there was like no mistakes were possible and we didn't make any mistakes. So the fact that that sort of happened, I was so stressed at the time, but it shows me now that like we can come through a high pressure situation and that players can step up when they really need to. And when you really need to make a play, like it's still possible that we can make a play. I just have hope. I mean, the Bengals have that kind of as well, that when they need to make a play, they can. But I have hope that if we have the ball at the end, we have a chance to win. So the Chiefs are through to the Super Bowl if April's predictions are right. Following that, it's the biggest game of the year, the Pro Bowl. Mm-hmm. No, only kidding. It will then be the Super Bowl on the 13th of Feb at 11.30. But is it going to top the Chiefs' bills? You said you were stressed in that game, April. Let's delve into that game because we know the result. Chiefs won. And I'm very jealous that you're seeing your team again on a magnificent playoff run. But now we've done all the previewing, let's delve into what must have been a hellish night for you. Not only did you see the Buccaneers knock out I'm sure we're going to discuss after this. But that game was just an absolute... I don't know how to describe it. It was just one of the greatest games in NFL history. As a fan, how was it for you? Yeah, the start of the game, I I mean, it wasn't, like, amazing. It was just good. And, yeah, I was being, like, fairly confident. We sort of were doing quite good, but the Bengals were also being quite good on offence as well. Um, yeah, when Tyron Matthew got injured, that was like the first worrying moment. But when it got down to like those last two minutes, I did sort of think, oh gosh, I can see us like going three and out, something really embarrassing and then losing this game. But I don't know why I was worried about that because it didn't happen. We, I mean, we got the ball twice and in between, obviously the Bengals also scored a touchdown. But um, I think even during the moment, I sort of knew like, we're in such like a historic moment here. The fact that the two great quarterbacks of Josh Allen and Patrick Holmes were like going up against each other. I was, I think everyone sort of knew when they were watching it, like this is historic. This is like 
a big deal that there were yeah. four lead changes within two minutes and then it went into overtime after. Lots of talk has been about the fact that overtime now with the coin toss situation, and I have to say mm. I did celebrate when we won the coin toss, but the Chiefs yeah. have been done over on the other side of this when we played the Patriots like two or three years ago. And it got to overtime yeah. in the playoffs and we lost the coin toss and then we never saw the ball. And everyone was like, oh my gosh, Patrick Mahomes never got the ball. We should change the rules. And people are saying this sort of thing again, like, you know, the Bengals never had a chance to come. Um, the, the Bills never had a chance to come back because Josh Allen never got the ball. And mm. yeah, this is kind of true, but also this is just the rules. Sometimes you win them, sometimes you lose them. And in the past, the Chiefs have lost. So this time the Chiefs won and I couldn't be happier about that, to be honest. Yeah, it's a bizarre system. If you score a touchdown, immediately you win. If that's the first drive, it doesn't matter if, you know, the opposition don't touch the ball. And it doesn't seem fair to outside viewers and I guess a lot of NFL fans, but I suppose it's sort of putting value back on the defence would be the argument against it. Now, you mentioned the Patriots, you know, that incredible dynasty. We've also briefly touched on a certain Buccaneer team losing. Tom Brady is out of the playoffs and I'm happy. I'm delighted. I, I don't care if that makes me a bad sportsman. I don't care. I'm fed up of that man ruining big games. It's so nice to see so many young quarterbacks and Jimmy Garoppolo, who I said at the start of the year wasn't that bad. So I take that as a win. This is a, He's in a conference game. That, that proves I was right there. Obviously, Matt Stafford, for a lad who's gone through so much off the pitch and on having to play in Detroit, that must be very difficult. And then to come and go to the Rams in your first season, make it to the conference game, fair play to him. He's done a fantastic job. Joe Burrow coming back from his legs and then Chiefs obviously coming from a Super Bowl defeat. There is a nice narrative to all of those stories. And as a neutral as I am, I'm going to sort of lean towards the Chiefs because, you know, April's a Chiefs fan and it oh, makes a lot happier yeah. content. It makes, it makes podcasting a lot happier when the Chiefs win, I can tell you. So I'm going to lean towards the Chiefs but as a neutral, there's a beautiful story behind all of them, all of them winning. And that's something I think the NFL has been missing every year. Brady has been in the last four. But let's talk about Brady going out. Yeah. Do you, do you think, think there's a chance? Do you think there's a chance Brady will retire after this? Uh, I love how we said that at the same time, but due to the internet, <laughs> it's the it's just like we ping-pong questions. I am gonna say no because he's gonna want to go out similar to Shankly with a trophy in his hand and then quietly go, yeah, I'm done. He's not going to want to go out on a failure because as much as I dislike the man, he is so success-driven. He's based his whole life around this. I can't see him wanting to go out off a field goal, losing to Matt Stafford. I, I can see another year, but obviously the culture in the Buccaneers led to so many bad starts and like Brady coming up to the rescue, something's got to change in Tampa. I think there's going to be a few comings and goings. I know we saw the first time ever that a Super Bowl winning defence kept his exact roster uh, for the first game of the next year. I think there's attitude problems in Tampa. That's going to change. A whole new squad's going to come in and I think they're going to do a Rams and put all their draft picks in the middle, what, whatever they've got left, really, and say, this is our final year. Let's do it for Tom. I just don't want him to stay, but he, I think he will. April, is this the last time we'll see Brady put on the, well, the beautiful pads and the helmet? I, I, what do you think? 
I think it's more likely he will retire. That's kind of like, I do see your point that like he won't want to go out on this, but like, what is the ideal way to go out? Like last year they won the Super Bowl. What would be a more mm. ideal time to retire? When you win the Super Bowl, you think, oh yeah, let's go back and do it the next year. Like we have a great team. We're bringing back all our starters like you were talking about. You know, with the same players, we have the same chance. We should definitely do well again. And they did play well, but they're out now. Like none of that really matters. Yep. They were a good team, but they're out. They haven't even made the Super Bowl, let alone won. So I think maybe it's just a bit of a harsh reality for Tom Brady that like you can't get to Super Bowls back to back very easily at all. And that he sort of thought that he could, you know, do another year and have a chance to win again was, you know, probably influenced by all those years of the Patriots where they were so good and got to the ball so many times. But I just think he's quite old and he's been doing this so long that he's going to have to retire one day. Does he really want to like put his body through doing this all again when the exact same thing has a high chance of happening? You know, only two teams can make the Super Bowl and only one team can win. So for 31 teams, you're going home sad. And, you know, the, there's a high chance that Tom Brady isn't going to win the Super Bowl next year. If he sort of looks at it rationally, he's done this for so long and he's had so much success before and he played so well this year. Like he was definitely in the MVP conversation mm. because he's played amazing. But to play amazing another year and your team still probably not win the Super Bowl will be very upsetting again. So I don't know why he would put himself through that one. He's had so much success in the past. Mm, I think Brady's mentality is what more I can gain instead of what I can lose, which is probably why he's been so successful. But I do agree with you. It, he, he wants, a, I, you can just tell he wants a fairy tale ending, but it's very rare those happen. Look at Drew Brees, look at Roethlisberger, look at even Philip Rivers. It doesn't happen every year. Even Dan Marino lost, I think he lost 63 to seven in his last game for the Finns. And that was against the Jacksonville Jaguars. So it doesn't always end pretty for players. I think that pretty much wraps up on the conference games. I'm going to say the Niners and Bengals are going to win. And April is going to say the... The Chiefs and the Niners as well. But I really do rate the Rams. It's it's yeah. really tough for me because if it wasn't for this record of like six in a row, Shanahan beating McVeigh, like if it wasn't for that, I would be really certain in the Rams. But that has completely swayed my mind and maybe, you know... The coaches aren't the one on the field, April. You should believe more in the players. But yeah, no. So, really, on the so, fence. <laughs> so you're saying the Niners? Yes, yes or no? Yes, yes I'm no. saying the Niners. Right. Someone write Thank that you. down. Listeners, write that down. So it depends really how much you back us as pundits. You're going to put your money on what we've said in the Bengals, oh, the Chiefs and the Niners winning, or are you going to go the other way? We'd be really interested to hear from you. If you want to tell us what the... Super Bowl will be. Do messages on your end underscore touchdown on Instagram. April, thank you so much for coming online. And yeah, and thank podcast. you everyone for listening. Um, yeah. We'll be back soon with a live show to sort of discuss what's coming up in the Super Bowl. And yeah, we've got some good plans for the Super Bowl sort of coverage because, yeah, it's the most important game of the year. And a lot of people might just watch the Super Bowl. So if you're sort of listening to this in preparation, getting excited, I'm getting excited about Super Bowl already. Um, yeah, thank you very much for listening, everyone, and keep it URL.